Good morning. Normally we say good morning Lydia House, but this is not Lydia House. It's not on Lydia and it's not a house. It's a barn. It doesn't look like a barn when you're inside except for the fact that you've got walls that are curved. But when you drive up, it looks like a barn, doesn't it? It's a red barn and inside it's a beautiful sanctuary. So whether you're here or Looking in, you can't tell that we're in a barn, but we, I guess we're in a barn. Not with hay and animals, but with living followers of sheep. (laughs) And it's hard for me to be up and uh, say welcome without saying thank you as well for a special time that Karen and I and all of us had last night. We want to say thank you to God and especially thank you to CJ and Chris. He'll probably be here later. So, Father, we're grateful for this day. We're grateful for your presence. You say we're two or three, and we qualify for that, and then some where two or three are gathered You are there in the midst of them, and so we gather in your name, Lord Jesus, and are thankful that we can be here. Amen. So, you see a red box back there, sort of reddish, and that's an offering box if you want to contribute in that way, and uh, we always have kids here. We love kids. And there's stuff, activity, bags for them. And uh, let me see, are there other announcements that we want to make? Uh, looking for volunteers to help with tech. Okay. <coughs> if that, you can help in any way, if I volunteered, they'd say no thanks. We're 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 good. <laughs> so if if you are techy, then uh, then we'd want you. Good morning. Addison and Alicia have entered the building. I haven't <laughs> seen right. you guys since wow. your oldest was very tiny. Been a little while. Look at all those kids. <laughs> a f- you look like a family. Cool. Cool. Welcome, and then welcome. Some. Okay. Just turn around and greet those near you. Say hi to people. <clears throat> Okay. Okay. In or out. Good. Good morning. Papa's here. Here, you beat your kids. <laughs> Karen said I can qualify as a tech because they said they could train you if, if you're not tech. So good luck. <laughs> no. uh, some people are better used elsewhere. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes, yes. I saw cookies back there. I saw chocolate chip cookies. On favor of both. Those are left over from the party last night, so that's why they came. 
Um, I, I can tell you that my kids would really vote for that. They've been fasting for a year. First Corinthians 12. Yes. Some of you bring a word, some we bring wanna, donuts. And that's we want to pray for healing, but I'd rather wait till a few more people come because I know others will be coming. So we'll wait on that. And let's, uh, let's come into worship together. So take it away, friends. You can sit, you can stand, however. I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small. Child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me thine all in all. Jesus paid it
crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. says in Colossians 2.15, God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us. Ranged means like target. Like there's a target. There's a target there. There's a target there. There's a target there. There's a target there. And he is one after the other. That's what the enemy does. He fires one after the other after the other. But God, but God, disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and public example of them in triumphing over them in Christ on the cross. Lord, we declare this morning by your word, by what your son Jesus Christ did for us, through the cross, that the enemy has been defeated. His plans have been defeated. Everything that he throws against us will go from being a bomb to being a firework. In the name of Jesus. You have said in your word that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors. We thank you that because of the cross, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, all enemies have been defeated. They have been made a public display, a public display 
and you, Lord, reign in our lives. We thank you, Lord. We thank that you rule and reign in our lives, and we give you all the glory this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. No, my God will never fail. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every war he wages, he will win. I'm not backing down from any giant, because I know how this story ends. Yes, I know how this story ends. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord.
sing the bridge again and as we sing this I want you to speak it to your soul if you're in the midst of a difficult time it can be hard to believe that God's going to turn it for good and so sometimes we need to repeat it to ourselves we need to tell it to ourselves over and over and over again to remind our soul that he's going to turn it for good amen I know a lot of us are experiencing illnesses and injuries and relational problems and this church is under attack, and it's the Lord's intention to rout that attack and to prove to us and to display to us and to the enemy that he's going to turn it for good. But we have to make a stand, and we have to declare that prophetically. So if you're declaring it for yourself or your family or if you're just declaring it for the church, let's, let's prophesy this bridge to ourselves, to each other. Enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. Turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Turn it for 
victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. We're going to see a victory. We're going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Can you grab the mic, please? Should be on. them you know they're we almost see them uh, tangibly and you hear words of lies but the picture I saw was like we've seen uh, what's happening in Israel with those with the um, bombs coming into Israel but then there's the Iron Dome and the Iron Dome comes up and dissipates all these bombs uh, and so, Lord, that's what I was saying and thinking, Lord, that you can do that. And, and of course, you do that. So let that be for all of us to see when those lies come, you are the one that dissipates that. We can all uh, live in this atmosphere like almost a plexiglass being surrounded by your strong angels of protection. And when those lies come, they're just going to fall to the ground. In Jesus' name. Glory I will bring 
we need your cleansing flood. And Jesus, I come, Jesus, I come, in every broken place, you are my righteousness. And Jesus, I come. Jesus, I come. I will rise, stand redeemed. Heaven open over me to your name eternally. Endless glory I will bring. I will rise, stand redeemed. Heaven open over me to your name eternally endless glory I will
difficulties in our life, you come with great grace. Grace that is greater than all our sin. Grace that is greater than all our need. Grace that provides. Grace that overcomes. Grace that overwhelms. We thank you for the grace that meets us today. We rejoice in your great love. Amen. Amen and amen. So, Gideon has been busy this morning. I've got some pictures here from Gideon. And uh, he said he might have a word to bring to us. Did you have anything you wanted to share with us, Gideon? You're welcome to come if you have something that the Lord gives to you to give to us. You can look. Look, come here with me. So, you look very nice today in this nice. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Yeah. Go ahead. Share whatever you have. Uh, this is what I have to say. Not today, Satan, because we have the light in our hearts. Whoa. That's a strong word. Awesome. That's a wonderful word. Yeah. 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 Not today, Satan, because we have the light in our hearts. Mm -hmm. How did you get that? Uh, I just thought about that picture I gave to you. Yeah. yeah. And then I added a couple words. Yeah. Oh, here. He drew the picture, so it's a word and it's a picture both. Okay. Well, you might tell and them what it is. It's a cross. It's a cross. Yeah, you tell them what it is. Um... It's an angel. Oh, the angel. angel sorry. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you, Gideon, for sharing. Did you have anything else? Was that it? Uh, what, do you want to read what it says? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He said what it was. Yeah. Not today, Satan, because okay. I have the light. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Could you pray for healing? Yes, we will. We'll pray for healing right now. And uh, Nate isn't feeling the best this morning. Uh, so let's pray for Nate. And uh, Andrew, did you grow since last weekend? No, I, I think you might have grown some. My, oh, my. Yeah, I think so. So we, we want to pray for Nate. Anyone else is, uh, has a need for healing? You do? What's going on? Toothache. Ooh, okay. Isaiah, what? Joint pain. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you're next to somebody, <laughs> put your hand on his jaw there, and, and Dave, you take care of Isaiah. And Kaylee could use prayer, too, and uh, Carrie, our friend Carrie, who's not here, yes. uh, could use prayer also yes. for some heart stuff. Yes, okay, when we get to that, I'm going to hand it to, to you, and you can pray that one for Carrie. So, Father, we come because you welcome us. We're not, we're not interfering with the divine flow. We're in the divine flow. We come at your invitation now. You say, uh, tell me your needs, and I will deal with those. And so we tell you that we have needs today. We pray for Steve, 
We pray that you would deal with that toothache that he's experiencing. We say no to that. We say pain, go away in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, let healing flow right in his mouth, oh Lord. We pray for Isaiah, joint pain. I'm not sure what's going on there, but Father, we pray that you would bring healing now as we speak, and we speak healing. We don't simply ask for it. You tell us to cooperate with you in the healing process. So we speak healing into Isaiah's body. And I thank you for Isaiah and the work that he's doing at the ranch these days. We're very grateful for what's going on there. So thank you, Father, for the work that is happening there. And we pray for Nate and his family, his kids, Kaylee. We pray uh, in Jesus' name. We speak healing to Nate's strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Let it come. Let it flow, O Lord to both of them, because you are a good God. We know we're not interfering with anything that you're doing, that you call us to come and to participate. Actually, you make us uh, co-heirs uh, co with you, co-heirs with Jesus Christ. And so we come, we have place. You invite us into your presence, into that place of power. Um, oh, I just saw my wife and she disappeared. Oh, there she is. Um, we just want to pray for uh, Carrie. Carrie has a heart condition. We don't, we aren't at the bottom of it yet. It's tough to get good care where in, when you're incarcerated. And uh, she has a, a cardiologist in Tacoma or somewhere that she has seen a couple of times, but she hasn't seen her cardiologist in how long? Just give me the number. <laughs> She's coming. So, and then as long as you're here, why don't you finish the story and then pray. Oh, okay. Carrie's a godly woman who is in prison because of a false accusation. Both she and her husband. They continue to, they've lost everything, and they continue to love and serve Jesus Christ and minister to those around them. Um, Carrie turned 50 this year and started having, uh, she's had some heart conditions. Her mom had heart conditions. And so she's been to a cardiologist couple times. They, she has to wear orange and shackles when she goes to the doctor in Tacoma. Um, so she's overdue for her appointment. I think they're getting that in the works, but um, when she advocates for her health care, um, the medical staff there is trained to do as little as possible. And then if you grieve the situation, that's a process that will bring, will leave a paper trail for your attorney because really the only thing that seems to make a difference in the prisons out there is lawsuits. And then they'll start to get their act together. But some of us have also started writing to the superintendent to, to share our concerns. And we're praying that that will also help uh, provide 
a protection for her because that superintendent has, um, she has it in for Carrie and she probably would stop at nothing to just take her out. <laughs> yeah, so it's a lot going on, but it's not too big for Jesus. Um, I thank you, Lord. Well, we had the best time with Carrie this morning in prayer and, and Ann Volker prayed and prophesied and spoke. They've known each other for quite a while too. I just thank you for the glory of God that is being revealed in and through Larry and Carrie Williams, Lord. In spite of all that the enemy has sought to uh, been allowed to bring into their lives, Lord, their faith hasn't failed. And I, I just thank you for this chance to just, I don't even, like, you know what she needs right now, but we just pray, spirit, soul, and body, that you would provide that protection over and around her, in her, and through her, as even as she ministers to her little church there this afternoon, Lord, just be glorified in and through her, protect her in this process of um, gaining more healing and normal function in her body, Lord, and... Um, just give her everything she needs. I thank you for this church that has believed our, believed the truth about them that we've been able to bring forth and has welcomed Larry and Carrie and welcomed them into a fold. Every sheep belongs in the fold, and the, they're safe with us, Lord. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We bless Larry as well today. In Jesus' name. Chris, come here. And uh, if, uh, I don't know, CJ, if you can come up here. I don't, uh, can you leave your desk and come up here, CJ? Okay. Okay, he's going to come. The reason they're coming up is that we had something that took place last night that was no less than phenomenal. Uh, it, the, the people started to come at 4.15, and they just kept coming. I suspect there were probably 120 by the time we got done, would you say? I'd like to speak that. I, yeah. I feel led to count. Oh, uh, okay. So. Well, maybe somebody did. So uh, we want to say a public thank you to the two of you for an incredible evening, for the vision that God gave you for it, and then for you stepping up to the plate like you do so often for us and serve us, you're a wonderful servant of the Lord, CJ. And uh, things happen here in large measure because you're willing to serve us. So thank you. How do you feel about the night? It went pretty well. <laughs> I'd say it went pretty well. I'd say it went pretty well. How do you feel? It was fantastic. And uh, I represent my daughter, Rebecca who has uh, put a lot of time in to Harvest Communities in the past. A yeah. lot of time yeah. and effort and, um, and just did a fantastic job. Yeah. So shout out to, to the, the service people. Yeah. I just listened to a little vision from the Lord and followed up on it, but it was very gratifying and such a, a great thing to bless your family. God and, gave you faith for it. Uh, yeah. You had faith for it and, it, and it was fulfilled. Let's thank them. Yeah, okay. Back to work. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat>
We believe that the Lord speaks. Did you have a word about that too? Okay. I'm just going to read this. Uh, I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not a bit in abide in darkness. Uh, That's from John twelve forty six. Yeah, okay. And it says your name on the bottom of it, yeah. doesn't it? All right. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So it was a new day for me when I discovered that God speaks and that He can speak to me, and I can hear His voice. I love to hear the voice of God, and as you know, you can hear the voice of God. And so during our service, we pause and want to hear if anybody's hearing something, either during the service or if you've heard something this last week that you want to share. So we just quiet our hearts now. We thank you, God, that the light shines out of the darkness. We thank you that uh, the whole earth is full of the glory of the Lord and the Lord's uh, words go forth into all the earth and that Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. So you've got a voice, Jesus. And he said of the Holy Spirit, he shall declare to you. So if the Lord's saying something to you that's for us, then uh, you're welcome to come up and take the mic. Anybody have anything? Yeah, I'm not bored. I'm really sick. So, <laughs> sinus infection. Um, thanks. Um, I think we should break up into groups of like three, actually exactly three, not counting little ones, and just listen for each other for like a minute. And. You know, we, we like to practice. You can't get better at something unless you practice, right? Um, Kathy, how did you get great at tennis? You just decided you were great at tennis? I'm just going to be a pro and tour the world and play tennis. Um, I think more people would do it if it was that easy. No, you have to practice, right? So if we want to get better at hearing the voice of God for ourselves and for our friends, then we need to practice. And so we're going to practice regularly here uh, at Lydia House. And so let's break up into groups of like three people-ish. And let's just listen for like a minute. Pick, pick somebody to start and everybody else listen for a minute and then share. And how about we do something a little more specific. Uh, th this might make it easier for those of you for whom this isn't real common. Uh, why don't you listen for a Bible character, a specific Bible character for the other person? Bible character or maybe a Bible story, a specific story or specific character for the person. Just listen for like a minute and then share what you heard and then we'll move on to the next person. Sound good? Easy enough? And go ahead and get out on a limb. There's a few of us might be like, I'm confident I heard this person. The rest of us are going to be like, maybe, what's the name of that guy in the lion's den? Maybe him. Um, and share it. Share that. 
okay? That's how we learn how to listen. It's that still small voice, and then we step out, and we take a step of faith, and we walk into courage, and we share it, okay? So let's do that. Let's break up. We got a few minutes. Ready, go. Ready, break. Scoot, scoot near some folks. Don't Minnesota nice it. Pick somebody to go first and start praying, or start listening. Go ahead and start sharing if you're not already. So finish up and then go on to the next person to listen for another minute for them if you haven't already.
Start moving on to the next person or last person in the group. If you haven't yet, move on to the last person and we're going to wrap it up. I just wanted to also add a thank you. Uh, I didn't say that when we were all standing up here earlier. <laughs> Yesterday was an overwhelming uh, time for myself. Um, we, I really felt the overwhelming love of the Lord but and his people. <laughs> and uh, shout out especially to the Alexes. Um, and, uh, ever, well, CNCJ, Nate, all, all of you uh, that were there and were not there, we still felt your love. And I just wanted to um, show a picture, just like your son Gideon likes to show pictures. I, whoops, well, I'll just take it off. Can you hold this? Uh, and you see um, this flag was given to me. It is water breaking through rocks, big rocks. So it, this flag is called breakthrough. And I felt when we were moving from our smaller Lydia house and knowing we were going to be coming here, I look forward to using this and praying, Lord, may there be many breakthroughs. Yes. And uh, I felt there was a big transition last night uh, in my own heart to begin with, saying goodbye to something wonderful. My son said when I was mourning and grieving a bit, he said, Mom, this place is good. God gave that to you. And now God is doing other things. 
And we look forward to that, Lord. We look forward to the breakthroughs that you bring in the spirit and in our lives as we're trusting you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. And we met with Steve and Rye Galstead, Nate and I, on Thursday. And so I asked Steve, because he had offered this to me, he called me up and he said, if you ever need a place, I have something called the Red Barn in Lino Lakes. I asked him, Steve, did you know that I was planning to move to the Lino Lakes area when you said that? He said, no. Then why did you offer it? He said, well, I felt that there may be some time that you would need it. Did God do something, stir something in him that was prophetic? And he was right in the stream. And so that should give encouragement to you. He doesn't see himself as a prophet. But he's listening and obedient, and so are we, listening and obedient. And so is Isaiah. He's spending a lot of time at the ranch these days. I'm seeing a lot of him. It looks different, and you can thank him. He's representing you and doing some incredible stuff. My kids said, well, does he know how to clean? Because they wanted to get somebody that really knew how to clean. I can testify he knows how to clean. He's doing it. So take it away, you guys. You have, they have mics. Okay. Don't take it away. <laughs> I won't. I'll stand over here, away from the speaker. There you go. Um, good morning to everybody, one and all. Um, I really felt the spirit move pretty strong this morning. And um, am I good? good? I don't ever wear one of these. So. Same. Um, this is my wife, Laura. Hi. My name is Isaiah. For those of you who don't know who are visiting, um, who are on the stream or the live cast, watching this either today or tomorrow, we're just so happy to be able to share this with you, and we hope the Holy Spirit is there with you as well, um, even though you're not physically here. I actually feel the Holy Spirit right now, and what I want to do is I want to have a continued time. I felt like the Lord was saying that we need to continue to soak in His presence a little bit, and what I want to do is I want to be expectant with you guys, and I just want to have a time of praying for you. We, we do have a message prepared. It's all there. We spent a lot of time doing it, but I feel like I want to be more obedient to what the Holy Spirit wants to do. So if it's okay with all y'all, we just go ahead and do this. Um, if we could ask the Blake, could you come up and do some keys, that song, that last song that you were working on? You guys, I felt like God is saying he wants us to have a tender heart. He wants our hearts to be expanded because he's about to fill it up with more love, a greater amount of love that we're not going to just take on for ourselves, but it's going to be for everybody. It's going to be as we go out into the marketplace, as we go out um, to our families, as we go back home and we deal with life. And some of you might know, we, we brought in a crew today. We have five kids ourselves. That's not always easy to do. It's not always easy to be married and deal with real things and real talks and um, everything. So we really want the Holy Spirit to empower you, encourage you. Um, that's the whole reason why I'm even here today. Um, I can testify to you that there was a time that I never thought somebody like myself could, 
ever have a chance. Never have a chance to have the broken pieces put back together. I never thought that I would walk into a house and meet this man and he was just chilling on his, on his couch or his table talking to me and he didn't know it but I needed a father figure. I needed somebody to love me. He was just being obedient to God. That's all he was doing. That's all we need to do. This isn't, this isn't a striving thing. There's no magic formula. There's none of that. All it is is just being obedient. It's just saying, God, I want to spend time with you. God, I want to seek you. God, I want to, I want to shut off Facebook. I'm going to shut off the opinions. I'm going to shut off my political talk. I'm going to listen to you. I want your voice to be so loud that it just shakes me to the core. I want to be brought to my knees in weeping. And I don't care if I'm a manly man, whatever part of being a man is that we have to deal with our hearts. And we can get prideful, you know. I'll lay down for my family any day, absolutely. I'm a dangerous person, but I hold back. And that's what meekness is, okay? It's saying, I'm a dangerous guy, but look. I'm not going to do that because Christ said he who lives by the sword is going to die by the sword, okay? That's the way it is. So he's saying we're going to love our enemies. You say, how am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? Last time we spoke in the summertime, we were literally thinking there, we, we ended with how are we going to love people that don't agree with us, that they don't see the world the same way? Christ said you will love your enemies. So we can and we will. We're going to figure it out. Is it hard? Does it make us mad? Does it stir up the flesh in us? Yes, it does. I'm here to tell you, I struggled this last year watching deception after deception come over our nation, watching the family be targeted. I saw that stuff happen. But again, we can't go after it like this, y'all. <laughs> we can't. We gotta be Christ. We gotta figure out how to welcome people like this man welcomed me into his house. And that's why when I serve over there, I don't serve it for recognition. I don't do any of that. I serve because I said, that's the least I can do. That's the least I can do for you opening up your house. I'll clean the floor. I don't care. You know, I'm trained to do that. You know, I've had jobs that people don't want to have. Someone's got to do it, man. Don't go after the status anymore. Anybody out there watching this here today, right now, don't go after status. Don't go after being recognized. Don't go after whatever it is, a, a certain monetary uh, self-preservation American dream thing. Just uh, damn that to hell, that whole entire thing. Off of the church. No more of that. They need to look at us and they're going to see a different thing. All right? I'm passionate about this because I see that we need a change. We need a change. We need the glory of God to come down and fill us up with fire. And I'm tired of being compassionate. Uh, I mean, I need to be compassionate. I'm, so, I'm tired of being resentful. I'm tired of being bitter. It's over. Okay? We did that. We did that thing. All the talk, talk, talk. Be silent. If you find yourself sitting there saying, well, I really hope Joe Biden trips down the stairs or whatever, wouldn't that be great? Come on. Come on. Really? Christ? Body of Christ? Is that what he wants us to do? 
I'm crying out to y'all, and I'm crying out to God at the same time here, because I've been struggling, all right? And I don't, I don't share it with a lot of people, because my walk is with God, and I walk with a few people. I don't walk with everybody here real close, but I'm telling you, we're in a covenant with a holy God, and I have gifts, and you have gifts, and he's given us that. We're the body of Christ. We are going to be empowered and encouraged. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. And there's a wave coming. There is a wave coming, and I've seen it happen. I've watched people worship, and worship is the way that we're going to get there. You understand? This is not emotionalism. Yeah, I'm getting emotional. Yeah, music can sometimes do that. But he's praying. He's playing a song over here that's a worship song. It breaks through the darkness. The worship's going to break through, and that's what we need. We can't be looking like the darkness. We can't be doing that, all right? I'm telling you, I'm preaching to you here right now because I'm, I'm tired of being complacent. That's what, I'm, that's what I meant to say. I'm tired of complacency. So the fight looks like this. The fight looks like this. It doesn't look like we're standing up boxing. It starts here. It starts here at the feet of somebody. You know? I didn't, that's okay. <laughs> but it does. It starts like this. We're, we stay at your feet. Y'all, we have to be servants. We have to be servants. This is a servant's position. When I'm cleaning the house, that's a servant's position, right? Christ calls us to be low. And pride is just not a place that we can go. We can't go there. There's no place for that. We can't, we can't go there anymore, okay? So I've said, I've said what I want to say, and now I want to pray, all right? I preached a little bit, but now you're wondering, all right, let me have that, Lord. Let me have that. Let me have that tender heart, because maybe you're saying this today. Maybe you're saying, I'm not there yet, God. What he's saying is true. It's rocking me. Well, I'm not there. It's okay. Because our message today for you was just this. It's by his grace and grace alone. You're not going to win this fight like this. You're going to say, God, I don't know how to do this. They're wrecking our lives. They're doing this or that. It's us versus them. But I believe I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop saying that, that I'm a victim, that my family's a victim. I'm going to believe you're a provider. I'm going to believe that you're a protector. That when you go to war, you win. You win. It's not me. I'll just go in there and I'm worshiping and I'm serving and I'm doing these things. We have scriptures today. We want the word to touch you. So let's pray right now before we share that. And I I want to ask God, Yahweh, that you would just meet us wherever we're at, God. You've been preparing preparing us this day to hear this and we've gone through some hard things I know I'm not the only one I know I'm not the only one that's gone through some challenges Father you love us so much you love your children Yahweh you love us so much it's because of Jesus it's because of Jesus it's because of that grace that we don't deserve I have this beautiful life because you wanted to give that to me because of your son. I don't deserve it. I don't. I don't deserve it. 
We don't deserve the good things that we have. Those of us here with families, we don't deserve that beautiful wife next to us. We don't deserve those beautiful parents that we have. We don't deserve these good things. But yet, you give your children everything that they need. And maybe we don't have what we want to be or whatever it is, God. Maybe we feel like we haven't arrived where we want to be. God, would you just take every desire here, Father? Would you expand that and take it and make it your own, God? Would you just meet us where we're at? We admit that we've been fighting this fight on our own. God, we need you to give us this revelation, Father, the power and the grace, the mercy to be able to carry this burden, not by ourselves, but God, that you would help us carry it. Help us carry it. We're sorry we haven't been partnering with you, Father, but now we know. Yeshua said, he said, just come, come. My burden is light. I'm going to help you. And I'm going to send you the helper. So Holy Spirit, come right now. Holy Spirit, come right now. God, I ask that you would heal hearts. Bitterness, go in Jesus' name. Bitterness, go off of people that are watching this, this, this video right now. If you've been feeling lonely and you feel like you need somebody and you just feel it like no one's got your back. He's got your back. He loves you. He's pursuing you. God, would you pursue that person, the person here that needs to know that they're loved, that they're valuable, that they're not a piece of trash or garbage. The world has told them, Father, somebody, somebody here is watching or listening and they're saying, I don't know if I have any value. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I have that from anybody. Your value is in Christ. Your value is in God. He sees you. He loves you. He loves you. Don't, don't fall for the lies. And so we come against every lie right now. We come against anybody that is, is, is just thinking lies, you know, and is believing lies. And the enemy, as you're speaking, oh, my goodness, God, the, the voice of the accuser comes through people sometimes, doesn't it? Silence the mouth of the accuser. God, make us resilient, Father. Make us resilient, resilient to the mouth of the accuser, whether it comes through a person or through a thought. I want you to hold that captive, y'all. Let's hold that captive right now. Anything that's been coming at you, things that make you rehearse, things that are not godly, you know it's not. So let's surrender that because it's in the surrender, it's in the submission that we find peace. And I pray for wholeness. I want to continue that prayer. Father, I ask anybody here who is suffering of any kind of, whether it's panic attacks, whether it's, uh, whether it's some kind of uh, physical ailment or anything like that, or mental illness or something that's been, that you've been struggling with, we pray against that now in Jesus' name. We pray against that in Jesus' name because I believe amazing things will happen. There was a time when I wanted to end my own life when I asked you, God, to take away my life and to be with you because I didn't want to be here because I didn't ask to be here. And if you're feeling like that out there, know that you're not alone, that there's people struggling with that because they need an encounter with the Christ. Come on. Come on. Christ, encounter people that are broken, that are depressed, that are anxious. God, I ask that you would break through and show them that they are valuable, that life is precious. All life is precious. You care about each one, and you were battered and beaten and bruised 
and your blood was poured out for every single person who is suffering. You came not for the righteous, but you came for those who are sinning and lost and suffering. God, please meet those of us who need to reach them. Empower us now where we have been timid. God, will you break that off of us so that we can pray like this over people, so that we can start conversations. It doesn't have to be this crazy, weird thing that we do, though it's good to be weird in Christ. Amen? It's good to be weird in Christ. It's good. Guys, don't be afraid to be weird. Father, allow us to get over ourselves. Get over ourselves. Get over our thoughts about ourselves. Get over our our preconceived notions, Father. I ask that you would do that. Just help us break every little brick that needs to be broken that doesn't belong to you that we're carrying. Whatever it is, it's something that's got to go. It's something that's keeping us in the natural. God, I ask that you would break through and allow us to live in the Spirit with you. To live in the Spirit with you. Not that we would be led led astray by strange doctrines or anything like that, God, but that we would be able to truly take in your word and understand it and grow deeper and be, and be uh, people of peacemakers and, and, and love people the way that they need to be loved and just be there and be present. God, I ask that you would allow us to be good servants of people. And when somebody would sit there and offend us and when we start feeling offense rise up, God, I ask that you would quench that. I ask that you would totally put out that that fleshly flame, Father, that you would give us grace and mercy to be able to just be living in the spirit and be empowered and be renewed because somebody needs refreshment here right now. Somebody needs that. Who needs refreshment? Raise your hand if you need refreshment. I just want to see real quick. Raise your hand. That's it. All right. God, I just ask right now where you, with anybody that needs refreshment here, Father, that needs renewal, that needs a time, a season of just being with you, to hear from you. Father, I ask that you would give them that refreshment, that renewal, that, that new strength would be built because, God, you do new things. You are always doing new things. So for each person, each child of God here, that you would give them refreshment that they seek because they're hungry. They've been walking in a dry place, maybe. Whatever it is, they've been walking in a season of discontentment. Whatever it is, they're struggling with something. They're wrestling with something. Father, release peace. Release peace over them. We release peace. We are in agreement with you. You say when we come together in prayer where there's two or more gathered, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I believe that. And so, God, I thank you. I thank you that you, you pour out such awesome awesome love and lavish on your children and you say you know what you've been going a long time you've been going a long time and you've been you've been wrestling with this thing for a long time but today today i'm going to start i'm going to meet you where you're at i'm going to start to speak to you i'm going to remind you of the truth about who you are to me i am who you say i am i am who you say just like the worship songs And as we turn to him, those of you who are wanting that refreshment, I'm telling you, let's go to a place of worship. Just like this song that I was was singing the other day that I just was was getting stuck in my head in it. It's just like, you know, I just want to love you more. I just want to pour out my heart to you. I just want to give you more. I want to waste my days. I want to waste my hours with you. Nothing else in this world matters. This is just a temporary place. Father, put that on our hearts. Help us to remember that we just have this little bit of time here so it's not worth sitting there wrestling with anything. Allow us to just rest at your feet and find rest in you. The great shalom. 
Father, we want that for this church, for Lydia House, for Minnesota, for our nation. We want to see that happen because when the bride, when the child, the children of God are soaking in your presence, when they are able to receive you, Father, the whole entire environment is going to be changed. The atmosphere is going to change in the room. We believe that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. And my wife wants to pray too. Let her pray for you. Lord Jesus, cover these people with your love like a blanket. And I just see a blanket just covering our whole service over the Twin Cities and just feeling your love and presence. Fresh wind, fresh fire, God, over this place. This was a revival center for a long time ago, and may it continue to be with a fresh wind and fresh fire from the Holy Spirit, that it wouldn't be a place of complacency, um, like Isaiah said, but that it would be a place where we stand up and we say, we want more of you, Jesus. No more infighting about what uh, doctrine is right or, or who, who is the best or anything, that it's just solely on Jesus. Our eyes are fixed on him and nothing else matters. We don't need a building. We don't need a, a, a physical space. We just need to invite you into our hearts. So, God, we do that. And uh, we fully surrender. I mean, the tiniest corners of our hearts that we're holding on to, God, we surrender to you and we ask you to, to cover us with the blood of the lamb. We cannot, cannot do anything apart from your grace and your sacrifice, God. And nothing else will cover, not our good deeds, not our Bible reading, not our memorization, not how many times we thought about you over the day, but it's only, only by your grace that separates us from somebody else. And even that, you could change somebody's heart in an instant. And so there is no judgment or condemnation to the next brother or sister next to us in the grocery store or wherever we go there will be no hate among us because the only thing that saves is you Jesus we thank you father we thank you and so we'll break off any kind of judgment on any other person uh, us versus them there is none of that we are all one under you and may we have a discerning spirit to know for those who are disruptive in the body of Christ, that we would be able to discern and not be pulled away by anything else. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Thank you, Yahweh. We, we pray that the message we're going to about to give, God, we just ask, we, we come to you in, in humbleness. And uh, we thank you for the ability to be able to share your word um, and meet here. We, we thank you. We don't take it for granted. We don't take it for granted, Father, that we have this time to be able to uh, share time together and meet and, and worship freely. It's such a gift. We realize it's a gift. It's a gift to be here. It's a gift to be alive today. So we thank you for the breath of life. We ask that you would help us speak life and that uh, our, our ears would be open to hear you. And it wouldn't be about uh, Laura and I, about our message uh, from our own opinions or whatever, but that you would you would be made uh, known about that you're you're at work, you're at work in our lives, and we thank you that you're always doing a good work, and you sure are going to finish it. Amen. All right, all right, everybody. How's everybody feeling now?
You feel a little bit better? You feel like Holy Spirit's here today? Yes. You believe in Him? You love Him? Yes. All right. Yes. If you don't know Him and you're watching this or you're here, I just want you to know if you can do it, if you can meet me. <laughs> I was in a pretty broken place back before I came to Paul's house. Um, he, can, he can meet anybody, you know? So it might be people that are in prison that need to hear that, you know? And she's probably going to reach Carrie, right? She's probably, she's probably reaching him. She's, re- she's reaching him, right? She's reaching him. But, y'all, that's where we need to be. So, like, where Tim and Ruth are going, that's where we need to be. We need to, it's, it's very clear about where we need to be. Um, and so we want to go there. Um, so what we have today is we just have some, some scriptures. So if you want to write it down for later, we have quite a bit. And we, we want this to be, um, you know, for us, this is our style. We, we have to connect things. My wife, one of the greatest things I like to find it when I, you know, am coming into the living room or whatever, is that I'll find her in her Bible or I'll find her list, watching something, a uh, uh, teaching on YouTube about something. And um, if you have a spouse or a parent or whoever it is and you find them spending time with God, just whatever that looks like, that's such a beautiful thing, amen? It's such a cool thing. I have no problem sharing Christ with my wife that she pursues him and has that time where I'm, you know, I could join sometimes too, but it's that time of intimacy that she spends that is so cool. And I know she likes that probably as as well when I'm doing it. But I'm here to say that intimacy with Christ is so important. Um, Whether we're listening to the word, which I do a lot, you know, I'm listening to all kinds of stuff, but we have to be in the word. We have to be in there. And if we're constantly filling ourselves with that edification, um, it's just going to be so much better for us than if we're listening to other things. So maybe you're already doing that, then good on you. So um, this is only going to strengthen you even more. Um, we, we are going to read some. And you know what was really funny was yesterday uh, we were at the uh, farewell party at the ranch. And uh, we, we had put together this, uh, you know, we had, had, had the, the words or the passages of Scripture uh, that we decided on which ones we felt like God was leading and connecting to the things that we were going to share as far as like what has God been doing in our lives in the last year and what we believe God wants to do for the church like this, this coming year as well. And we kind of actually prayed a lot of that over you. A lot of our message, we actually just prayed. So uh, we saved some time there. And, uh, you know, what was cool was that, Margaret, you, you shared Colossians 3.12 um, with everybody. And if it's cool... Could you mind sharing that again with us so everybody can hear it? Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Colossians 3, 12 to 17. And above all these, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And be thankful. Mm. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 You guys, thank you so much, Margaret. Bless you. Bless your heart. Um, that is so cool that she had that and that we had already brought that and we were thinking like, oh, that's going to be a really encouraging message. And then we heard that last night. And we're like, that was like the pregame. That was yeah. awesome. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was really cool. 
And the other thing that was awesome last night, that I, I, there was a lot of people there, and I'm, I'm one to always let other people kind of go first and be out there, and if the Spirit's really pushing me, he'll push, he'll push me out there. But I figured, like, today would be a good time to do it. But is this not perfect for us out of Hebrews 13 to 9? Do not neglect to extend hospitality to strangers, especially among the family of believers, being friendly, cordial, and gracious, sharing the comforts of your home and doing your part graciously. For by this, some have entertained angels without knowing it. You, sir, that's what I'm talking about, right? Isn't that what he's done, his family? Isn't that what Karen has done? Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I mean. That's us, though. What he did, somebody said last night um, something, and it just struck me that out of obedience of one person is like a mustard seed. That's the kingdom of God, right? We know that for those of us who read our Bible. And, and Jesus says it's, it's like a mustard seed. So what Paul and Karen did, they welcomed the kingdom, and all of a sudden there's all these people that are finding each other starting families, getting married, and you know what I mean? It's the seed that was planted, but now we're going forth, and it's expanding. So some of us might not see all of the fruit that is coming from those 50 years of ministry, especially the communitas ministry. Um, We might not see it. Some of us might know it. But for those of you who don't know, a lot of people, yes, they found their spouse. They found found the love of their life, their best friend. and a lot of those people, I mean, they're, they're godly marriages. So what are they going to do? They have godly offspring. And as a result, they're going to go out into the, into the world, and it's going to multiply because God's a multiplier. Amen? So, I mean, this is, let's do the work that God wants us to do by just being obedient. That's all I'm saying. By reading the Word. We read His Word. We be obedient. We just do those things. We live in the Spirit. All that kind of stuff. We cling on to those, our teachers that are here today, Pastor Nate, when we... See how they live their lives. When we hear them preach, when I see David back there living his life, when he's evangelizing on the streets, whatever it is, I mean, so much is going to happen. Team up with these people, watch what they're doing, and don't think, oh, that's just for them. No, it's not. It is for all of us. It's going to look different for all of us, but it's, it's for all of us. So be empowered to know that. It goes on to say that, um, actually, you want to take that and continue on with the Hebrews 13? Which we were out of uh, the, oh, the, whole thing? the angels part. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember those who were in prison as if you were their fellow prisoner and those who are mistreated since you are also in the body. Uh, marriage is to be held in honor among all that is regarded as something of great value and the marriage bed undefiled by immorality or by any sexual sin. For God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Let your character, your moral essence, your inner nature be free from the love of money, shun greed, be financially ethical, being content with what you have. For he has said, I will never under any circumstances desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support, nor will I in any degree leave you helpless, nor will I forsake you or let you down or relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. So we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently say, the Lord is my helper in time of need. I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? And I'm reading under the Amplified Bible only because it just expands so much of the thoughts. Um, And uh, of course, it's uh, a little bit added, but it's within the same vein. Should yeah. I keep reading? Yeah. Is that the end of the... There's one, yeah, 
three more, more chapters. Yes. Remember your leaders, for it is, was they who brought you the word of God, and consider the result of their conduct, the outcome of their godly lives, and imitate their faith, their conviction that God exists and is the creator and ruler of all things, the provider of eternal salvation through Christ, and imitate their reliance on God with absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness. Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen. Do not be carried away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be established and strengthened by grace and not by foods, rules of diet and ritualistic meals, which bring no benefit or spiritual growth to those who observe them. So we, we have that long, isn't there a lot of meat in that? Isn't there a lot to like really dissect? So what we wanted to do was give this time to, to talk about it as well. So feel free, we have a microphone if you, if you want to join in. I know like time is a, is a restriction for some and whatnot, so I want to be sensitive to everybody's day and whatever. But um, we, we, we want to at least, if we get to the point where we need to wrap things up for the sake of recording or whatever, I want to leave you guys with these scriptures, okay? Because it, it's a lot and we probably won't get to it today. This was not really meant to be like um, a one message deal. We, we want to work on a blog. We want to work on, on things. We believe one day that we'll be part of a house church movement, possibly. Um, we think that's where we're going in America. Like, this is cool that we have a building. It's very cool. Thank you, Yahweh. But it's, uh, it's, it's probably going to be a house church thing. And so we're going to physically be opening up our doors, whatever it is. Some of us might be sent out in other places. We believe we're going to probably be sent out um, to other states or whatever. Uh, to do this possibly. Um, you can be praying for us, okay, because we want to encourage everybody to be in God's will. And mm -hmm. what that looks like is that you are believing, right? You're abstaining from sin. You're giving thanks in all circumstances, and you're submitting and surrendering all things. If you are wondering if you're in God's will, that's the best check that I found that works for me. Um, and God is going to use us if we say, God, send me. Mm -hmm. Do that. Help me be a vessel for your work that you need to have done. So the, uh, we, we talked a little bit about uh, Colossians, and a lot of this is, is for you to be empowered and encouraged. So that was the other thing I, I wanted to make sure to be emphasized. Um, and you know, as I was praying about, um, as we were praying about not being plugged in uh, to whatever it is, social media, whatever, it, that's the patterns of the world. And so Romans is, goes on there to say, um, this is my confirmation verse. This is her confirmation, so she can read you it. You guys, so perfect. go ahead. Shoot. I was confirmed in a Lutheran church, and I had to pick a verse, and this one was my verse. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Amen. Amen. And Book of Romans, I read the Book of Romans in jail over the weekend at, um, in 2011. It was before I walked into the house of Paul Anderson's house and Paul and Karen's house. And uh, man, that, I just, I remember being drawn to that. And to this day, like, as I go to the book of Romans, I'm just like, wow, that is, that was it. He really wanted me to, uh, to impress that upon me. Now, I, was, I didn't have a confirmation verse. Um, 
because I ended up in jail because I didn't really understand how to like obey the laws necessarily or authority <laughs> figures and things like that. Um, but God changed that, so now I'm a law-abiding citizen, and it's it's different. But um, but I like it, and I like <laughs> that God's blood. That the, that the I'm blood glad of, you like it. I do. I do. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, you know. Um, but the uh, the important thing to remember is that my mind had to be renewed. And mm-hmm. I could sit here and try to be religious and do all of this, but ultimately it's the Holy Spirit that's going to do that. Mm-hmm. It's the grace of God that's going to do that. Um, it's not going to help us if we're sitting there listening to uh, political radio and then we're being swayed by that. You know, It's not going to help us. It's going to make us conform to the patterns of the world because politics belongs to the pattern of the world. <laughs> so it, it makes sense. It takes time to go through these things and wrestle with them because God is going to ask you to give up things. He's going to ask you to do that in order to... Get to the next thing that he wants you to go to. So yeah. um, you can go on to, uh, this is an important one right there. Matthew, Matthew 18, 3 through 5. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless you repent, that is change your inner self, your old way of thinking, live changed lives, and become like children, trusting, humbling, and forgiving, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives and welcomes one child like this in my name receives me. So, I mean, it's like being childlike. Mm -hmm. Not childish. Yeah. But childlike. Yeah. And that's like what? What does that look like? Um, uh, trusting provision. Our own kids, they don't wonder where their next meal is going to come from. They're trusting in their parents to provide for them. They don't wonder if their parents are going to pick them up when they fall. They just know that we'll be there to give them a kiss and to say you're okay. And I think that uh, assurance and trust is what God asks of us. I'll take this. So what I want to leave you guys with is the rest of these. One last thing before I get, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read one more scripture to you. And I feel like God is doing something awesome with his scriptures. And God's word never returns void. Right? Amen? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but today was fun. And that's the way I feel like church needs to be. It's fun. We're living together. We read the word together. It's pretty, it's pretty simple and it's fun. And once in a while, we get to eat food together, too, which is cool, too. So I hope we get to do that again soonish. It sounds like maybe soonish. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So remember this as you're doing kind of soaking in or processing what you heard today. But this verse stuck with me so much, and I want to kind of leave it with you and ingrain it in you, is Timothy 2, 24, 26. Um, the servant of the Lord must not participate in quarrels. So no t- keyboard warriors, but it, just stop. Just stop. It might be a good idea to stop. Okay? It might be a good idea. I'm just saying. Um, no more quarrels, but must be kind to everyone, even-tempered, persevering peace, and he must be skilled in teaching, patient, intolerant when wrong. Grace and grace alone. That's mm-hmm. all the only way. That's the only way. He must correct those who are in opposition with courtesy and gentleness in the hope that God may grant that they will repent and be led to the knowledge of the truth, accurately understanding and welcoming it, and that they may come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. So would you have some mercy, some compassion on those who don't know Christ this week as you go out? 
Yeah. Can we do that? Can we agree? Yeah. Can we say, God, I'm going to be, I'm going to be merciful. I'm going to lean on you on this. I need your help to process this, Father. Help us process this. We need to be compassionate to those that don't know you, Father. Yeah. We admit that it's hard sometimes. It's hard. Mm-hmm. But you tell us that we need to. Yeah. And that's our mission. So help us be mission-minded this week, Father. We thank you for your word. We hope to, to be able to continue to, uh, to, to share uh, this, this week in fellowship. Don't let this just be a Sunday thing, Father, but help us to, to carry on in fellowship this week. Look for opportunities to serve one another um, in and out of the church, Father. Again, we thank you for the power that you've done, spoken through your word today. And uh, we thank you that you are available. You're not hiding. You're not far away. Uh, you're not s- sternly mad at us. You're, you're, you're madly in love with us. So we thank you for that, Father. We thank you. In Jesus' name. We heard some preaching today. <laughs> some sharing. Some exhortations. Thank you, Isaiah. You're welcome. Yeah. You are welcome. Good going. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> And we heard from Gideon as well. Yeah. So this is a family thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you blessed us. You were on fire, weren't you? Thankfully, yeah. Thank, yeah. thank God. Yeah, thank you. So let's thank God. Let's thank him. Father, we're very grateful for the morning that you've given us. We're thankful that you have uh, brought Laura and Isaiah to us for this season it may last for a while, and then, and then you may send them elsewhere. We're open to that. We thank you that you are sending your people out. They were all yours. And you say, as it says on the wall back there, go and make disciples of all nations. And so thank you for the exhortation that we have to be your people in a broken world and share the light and love of Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let's say thank you to our friends up here.